Turn your Bibles to the 23rd Psalm. We're going to continue our study in this wonderful, wonderful Psalm. And as you're turning there, just a couple things, a couple questions for you. What kind of car would Jesus Christ drive? This one's simple. He'd drive a Chrysler. Chrysler, you got that? How do you know Adams, you know, building blocks, how do you know Adams are Catholic? Because they have mass. All right. Here's one. Everybody should get this one. Where was Solomon's temple located? Solomon's temple. On the side of his head, just like ours. Bottom. Amen. So, this morning we are going to continue our study in the 23rd Psalm. This morning we're going to look at comfort in the valley. Comfort in the valley. Let's start right at verse 1 in the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. A few years back, I remember hearing a, a gentleman share the testimony of his, of his dying mother, his, his frail mother, uh, who was a faithful member of her church, and she'd given her heart to the Lord some, some 60 years earlier. She had called the whole family together, and they gathered around her, and, and many were hugging and, and weeping and crying, and with a smile, as, as much of a smile that she could muster up in her last few uh, seconds, she told them, Cry if you must, she said, but don't cry for me. I am tickled to death to die and go see my Savior. Amen. I like that. Tickled to death to go see our Savior. And my goal this morning is to help each of us find comfort in that valley of the shadow of death. And death is, it's never a popular subject, is it? Most of us try to try to change that subject as quick as possible as soon as it comes up. We're, we do everything we can to, to try to avoid it. And we think about it, mankind, we, you and I, we are the only creatures that know that we are going to die. All the other creatures that God created, they have no, no sense of it. We're the only creatures that God created that know that we are going to, God, to die, and we desperately try to forget that fact. Amen, don't we? We try as hard as we can to, to hide the fact that every day that goes by really brings us closer to death. We don't like that subject that much, do we? But this morning, we need to understand that death is a reality, and not just a reality, but one that we can be comfortable with. Amen? Shared the testimony of, of Mike this morning. He had suffered for years, and he finally came to the point where he said, I just want to go home with my Lord and Savior. 
He was able to get comfortable with the idea, with the reality of death. Death should be something that we actually anticipate as a child of God. We see this shine through as we read this fourth verse in the 23rd Psalm. As David speaks of a valley called the shadow of death. Now, there's something interesting that that many of you may not realize, but in Israel... There is a literal valley of the shadow of death. It runs between Jerusalem and Bethlehem. And uh, this valley was forged by a stream that cut through the, the Judean hills. And this ravine is literally called the valley of the shadow of death. And it's very well known, um, especially by the shepherds in that area. So it's, it's not... A surprise, as as we see in this 23rd Psalm, that David, a shepherd himself, probably used that very valley as he led his sheep to those still waters and to those green pastures on the other side. The valley of the shadow of death. David was simply declaring, the Lord is to me what I am to my sheep. The Lord is to me what he was to his sheep as a shepherd. He was able to find comfort in the face of death, and I want each and every one of us to be able to do the same this morning. So the first thing I want us to see is that death is is definite. Amen? Death is definite. Now notice how verse 4 starts. He says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Notice it's yea and not nay. Amen? It's a positive. It's yay. Death is a definite for all of us. There was a new statistic that came out not too long ago. It said one out of every one person will die. Amen? Death is undefeated in this physical body. We need to understand that. No losses. Hebrews chapter 9. Verse 27. It is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. God is letting us know that death is definite. Romans 5.12. Therefore, just as though one man's sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men. Why? Because we all sin. Amen? So death is definite. It's a sure thing for each and every one of us. Not only is death sure, but death is also unknown, isn't it? None of us know when we are going to die. We know that we have to face death, but none of us know when it's going to happen. It can happen at any time. It can happen at any age. As I'm standing here today, I am a dying man talking to another. Amen. Plain and simple. This could be the last sermon that I ever preach, and it could be the last sermon that you ever hear. Death is certain, but death is also unsure. In James chapter 4, skipping down to verse 13. Come now, you who say... Today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a place or such and such a city. 
spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even as a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. So death is sure, and death is also unknown, and also death is personal. Amen? David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Death is very personal. Just as David walked through that valley, so do you and so do I. Amen? Every single one of us have to walk through that valley of the shadow of death. You may be young. You may be in perfect health. You may think, well, this message is for the other person. Listen, this message is for each and every one of us. Every single day, young and healthy people die. Death is sure. Death is unknown. We don't know when it's going to happen. And death is very personal. So to say, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, David declared, I will fear no evil. That's simply saying to look death right in the eye with 100% assurance, confidence, but also comfort. Understanding the reality that death is real, we all have to face it, but it's not something that we have to ever, ever fear. Amen? Second thing I want us to see this morning, death is definite, but death is also defeated. Amen? Death is defeated. Notice in our, in our verse here, David said, Yea, though I walk through the shadow. Amen? The shadow. The valley of the shadow of death. Why did he use that word shadow? Think about it. Because death is defeated. Amen? He's walking through the valley of the shadow of death because death has been defeated. We all must experience physical death, but no one has to face spiritual death. Amen? We all have to face the reality of physical death, but not one single person ever has to experience spiritual death. Why? Praise and thanks goes to that good shepherd of ours, Jesus Christ. Amen. For what he has done for us. Now, I want you to see three truths about death's defeat. First thing I want us to understand is that there cannot be a valley without what? Mountains. There cannot be a valley without mountains. Now, this 23rd Psalm that we're looking at is called a valley psalm in between two mountain psalms. Amen? The 23rd Psalm is the valley psalm in between two mountain psalms. Psalm 22 speaks about Mount Calvary and Jesus' crucifixion. Psalm 24 speaks of Mount Zion and Jesus' second coming. So over here, we have the bloodstained hills of Calvary. And then over here, we have those bright shining peaks of Mount Zion. And right in the middle is where we are living. We are living in that valley right in between. But praise God. Jesus has already gone through that valley and he has climbed both mountains for us. Amen. 
So we think about John chapter 10, verse 11. Jesus declared, he said, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Jesus Christ, our good shepherd, gave his life on Mount Calvary. That is what the, the uh, 23rd or 22nd Psalm is all about. Then we see in 1 Peter 5, 4. When the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. Talking about Jesus, our chief shepherd. He is coming again to take us all to Mount Zion. That is the focus of the uh, 22nd Psalm. And then we see in Hebrews chapter 13. Skipping down to verse 20. Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of his everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you, what is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Jesus, our great shepherd, the one coming again to take us to Mount Zion, the one who climbed Mount Calvary for us. This is the, is the focus of the 23rd Psalm. He already went through that valley, defeated death in that valley. That's why we can say it is just the shadow, the valley of the shadow of death that David is talking about here. So how do we find comfort in the valley of death? Simply knowing that there cannot be a valley without those two mountains. Amen. Knowing that there cannot be a valley without mountains, when in that valley we need to look up to Mount Calvary and we need to look onward to Mount Zion. Amen. Second truth about death being defeated. There can also be no shadow without what? Light. No valley without mountains. There can also be no shadow without light. Death is only a shadow if Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior. Why? Because Jesus put death to death. Amen. He took the gloom out of the grave. Shadows can scare us, but guess what? They can never hurt us. Amen. We may be frightened by a shadow, but that shadow can never hurt us if Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. How does a shadow form? A shadow cannot form unless light is shined. Amen. Jesus is that light. Isaiah 9.2 Listen to what the Bible tells us here. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. And what was that light? Jesus declared, he said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Amen. If you're in that valley, walking in the shadows, friend, all you have to do is look to the light of Jesus Christ. 
Amen. The third truth I want you to see is that there also can be no evil without good. Amen. No evil without good. David declares, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he said, I will fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. Who is the you that David was talking about? The Lord Jehovah, Jesus Christ, our great shepherd. Jehovah saves. David was declaring is the one who is with us. David is telling us here, he's saying, yo, yes, there will be evil. We're going to encounter evil along the way. There's no doubt about it. That's why it's called a valley. We're going to encounter some evil. But Jesus is with us. Jehovah, Almighty God, is with us along the way. There can be no valleys without mountains. There can be no shadows without light. Truth is greater than deception. Grace is greater than sin. And the great shepherd is greater than Satan. Amen. And because of that, life is greater than death. Death is definite. Death is also defeated. And the last thing I want us to see this morning is that, yes, death can also be desired. Death can be desired. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, starting at verse 21. Therefore, let no one boast in men, for all things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world, or life, or death, or things present, or things to come, all are yours, the Bible declares. Death is ours. What is, what is God talking about here? Death is ours. In Jesus Christ, death is no longer our enemy. In fact, it has become our servant to help us. Amen? That's what God is trying to let us see here. In Philippians chapter 1. Listen to what Paul said. He said, For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. You see that? Paul said, For me to die would be gain, something good. But if I live on in the flesh... This will mean fruit from my labor, yet what I shall choose I cannot tell. For I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Amen? Paul was at the end of his life, and he knew. He not just knew, but he was given a revelation of Jesus Christ. He was caught up, the Bible says, to the third heaven, God's dwelling place. He saw Christ in all his glory. And then he had to get sent back down. That's what Paul's talking about. He said, I've already tasted glory. That's why I know, that's why I can say with all assurance that to die is gain. And that's why my desire is to go on 
and be with my Lord, which is far better. But he said, I'm stuck between the two. He said, because Jesus sent me back, he said, there's more work to be done. There's more souls that are in the balance that need to be saved. He said, so I'm stuck. For me, far better to be with Christ. For you, it's better for me to finish my course. Finish the task that God has called me to do. Death is gain. Why? First and foremost, we're going to be like Christ. But secondly, we're going to be with him forever. Amen? Never, ever depart his side ever again. And how do we get to Christ? We have to die to get there. Amen? That's a sad reality. Death is the way that we get to Jesus Christ on this side of eternity. That's why Paul was able to declare that. So I want us to consider just some benefits of seeing death as desired. First and foremost is the presence of our shepherd. David declared, he said, you are with me. You know, in the first three verses, David was, was talking about the shepherd. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So those first three verses, he's talking about the shepherd. But here... Now in the valley of the shadow of death, he's now talking to the shepherd. You are with me. Nothing brings us closer to our Lord and Savior than when we are going through it in those dark valleys of life. Amen? And when we're in that valley, when we're going through those dark times, when we're struggling, Jesus promised, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So many times he's actually lifted us up and carried us through and we didn't even know it. When we finally face death, we can have the assurance in Jesus Christ that we don't have to face it alone. We have the presence of our shepherd. The second thing, we also have the power of our shepherd. David said, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. His rod is going to fight off the enemy and his staff. Remember, that's the one with the crook. That's the one that pulls us and keeps us close to his side. Every time we try to stray, he grabs us and pulls us back close to his precious side. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Listen, we need to understand that, that we're not stuck in a boxed-in uh, 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 canyon. Amen? We're just going through a valley. It's a valley that we're going through. Why? Because Jesus knocked out the ends of the grave. Amen. Praise God for that. And because he knocked off the ends, it is a valley and not a, a boxed-in canyon that we can't get out of. And he's the one that's bringing us through that dark valley. Listen, the Bible tells us that, that Satan keeps us in bondage through the fear of death. Amen? Satan keeps us in bondage through the fear of death. You know, we try everything to stay alive, don't we? Everything possible to stay alive. 
the news, everything we read, everything we see paints death in a negative light. But listen, if Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior, we never have to fear death. Amen. We can find comfort in it. It can be something that's anticipated and desired for each and every one of us. Listen, if you are not ready to live until you are no longer afraid to die. Amen? You are not ready to live until you are no longer afraid to die. Plain and simple. Amen? Death is never the end. Death simply means separation. When we die physically, our soul is separated from our physical body. When we die spiritually, that means our soul is separated from a loving and righteous and just God for eternity. Death is never annihilation. Death is separation. And we are not ready to live until we are no longer afraid to die. And the only way to get rid of that fear is through Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. Amen.